Welcome to another episode of The Open Chat. Uh, today we are talking about substance abuse um, because last week I did a street edition um, and part of it was linking substance abuse to the next topic that we would be talking about. And uh, so today it's me, Nosipo, and joining me I have a guest uh, who would like to remain anonymous, who has had uh, their own fair share of experience uh, directly dealing with like substance abuse, part- particularly drugs. So to start off, because um, ideally I wanted to have like uh, myself, uh, a female and a guy, you know, because I feel like substance abuse has been um, showcased as something that uh, affects men or that men are like uh, the poster child for substance abuse so ideally i would have liked to have a a female guest um, on this show but then unfortunately i couldn't find someone who was willing to talk about the experiences so to start off i i would like to make it a bit personal by speaking about my own um experiences with substances uh okay it's not that deep but it is deep because we don't necessarily take alcohol um as serious as it is and i had a very toxic relationship with alcohol i mean it starts it goes back to like 10 years ago um where because of something that happened to me i found solace in dealing with my problems through alcohol and i i feel like for me personally that was the link between um, my own mental health uh, related issues and substance abuse and using alcohol to either get through it or to deal with it or even to not deal with it because I would drink, you know, to just forget, to try and forget what was going on. So um, at first it worked, you know, or I thought, I made myself believe that it was working um, because uh, it was just like a party, you know, like my life was just like all about drinking and not dealing with issues and all of that. And then it got to a point, though, where I reached a breaking point and I couldn't ignore my problems and I couldn't run to drinking to solve them to a point that when I would drink, that's when I would um, remember all the bad things that I've gone through, you know, and even the day after, like the day after drinking, I'd feel so depressed, you know, I'd feel like there was always something like there was a void in me that I needed to fill up. And the only way that I thought would be um, a way to deal with it or to fix that void would be to drink again. So it became a continuous cycle of me just like, over drinking and not dealing with my issues so yes um and i feel like we don't talk about alcohol in like with that regards like the fact that we use it for bad things you know we use it as a bad coping mechanism and the way that it affects the youth particularly you know even our parents because we see it the way that they deal the way that they express themselves um, you'll find a reserved person like um, who just seems like they're normal, they're okay, they have everything together. And then once they start drinking and then everything just collapses and then you see um, the truth in who they are and how they perceive themselves. But yes, so I, I would love to have a conversation, hear your guys' thoughts and to find out if maybe there's been moments in your life where you've gone through the phases of using um whether it's alcohol or other substances you know to try and get through whatever pain you're going through or to actually sort of like discard it you know and not deal with it and just like focus on using alcohol because i think um in 10 years of my life um the turning point um the turning point for me was when I actually took, I took a break from alcohol uh, from last year. I remember it was in December. I told myself, I was like, okay, you know what, Nosipo, we're doing this. We're going to stop, um, out, like, drinking. Just, just stop, you know. It was like, I went cold turkey <laughs> on drinking. And um, I stopped for a couple of months. And it was 
reality sucked <laughs> because now I was forced to actually like literally deal with my problems, you know, mm. when I had to cry, I had to cry right then, then when I needed to break down, I needed to break down. And it, it was a very, you know, it, it was a, I can't even describe how intense it was for me to actually go through each and every day and to tell myself that, no, I will not drink, you know, my problems away. I will not make them drown. I will actually deal with them. And at first it was very difficult because the things that I had always been trying to run away from were still there, you know, whether I was drinking or whether I wasn't drinking. So at first it was very difficult for me to actually take it each day as it came, but I managed. And then like the next time I had a drink, I remember I was with my friends, it was um, in April, you know, and then I was like, oh my goodness, I can actually have a limit, you know, I can actually go back to drinking and to enjoy myself and not drink because I am trying to run away from something. For me, that day when I was having a drink with my friends, it was more of a celebration, you know, I was celebrating myself for actually um, taking the step, you know, to fixing my life and to actually remove alcohol. Well, I tried to remove it entirely, <laughs> but, you know, um, yes. Yeah, so, but I mean, from April up until now, we're in November now, I can count. I think I've had, I've drank like twice or if not three times at the most, you know. Mm. So this whole year I've managed to um, actually like reflect and have um, a moment of introspection and realize that, hey, um, I don't need to turn to alcohol. I don't need to every day when I'm having a shit day to be like, oh, I need a drink to solve it or I need a drink to do this I, I really it, it's become better you know I've become I feel like my problems also have managed to decrease in a way because I've been able to handle them and to deal with them um yeah but that's just like the basis obviously I'm not going into like a lot of details because a lot of things happened you know um in those moments but I'm just giving like um a very brief um, and a general idea of what I'm trying to talk about, but also by like um, using my own personal experience so that you guys can understand what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get at when I'm like, we need to look at the ways that we deal with things, you know, whether um, like, I don't know if you guys did listen to the street edition of the podcast last week, you know, there was a guy who opened up and he was like, it's not always just substance abuse, you know, because um, he turned to pornography. That for him is his thing. It's his substance, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to fall into a category. But as soon as it's excessive, the way that you're using it and the way that um, you're using it to run away from problems or using it to deal with problems, then it becomes a bit of an issue because now you always feel like you need something, you know, in order to get through life and you can't do it on your own, which on its own, as soon as that thing is not there, you start uh, doubting yourself. You start doubting your capabilities, you know? So yeah, but um, on that, so we can just like tie that in, but yes, I'd like to move on and to, yes, get our guest <laughs> to, um, to talk about his own personal experiences. Yeah. So, um, yes, over to you, Anonymous. So you can just like greet. You don't have to say your name because, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Greetings to all. Uh, yeah, I nearly said my name. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start, but I'll, I'll start here. I'll say uh, a drug abuse. It's very painful. And then because uh, we enter into that thing with different reasons. And then people, when they see those new boys at street, they point them with fingers, talk names, understand, mm. not understanding uh, the what, what took place, the actual cause of the thing. You understand? Yeah, because as people, yeah. we, we generally, we like to judge, judge without yes, understanding. understanding what, what yes. was the cause. Many people are hiding, as you are saying that here, you are you are drinking. Many people are hiding their their problems behind the bottle. Yeah, you understand, so that they can stay in that 
highness you understand also in drugs we join in different reason like my personal experience i had to to take drugs because of uh, 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 to be accepted mm. you understand in a particular way because where i come from i come from so to understand from the streets and then during those years from 2008 2009 we used to have those gangs at school like this school and that school they are fighting together yeah so you have to belong somewhere because if you don't belong somewhere you're headless chicken they can do anything to you so joining a gang you have to do what they do there we smoke there everything weed we smoke drugs we take care to take crystal to stay high because when you smoke cat, like you become alert, you understand? Mm. Become alert, awake. Crystal adds more energy in that thing. So we are taking it as like that. But as time goes on, we find that this thing is an addict now. You know, a drug, when it comes into your system, what it does, when it out, it's, it's out there, it's fine. But when it's inside, it's like a virus. You understand? You cannot do anything about it. This virus is eating you and negotiates with you that, you know, for me not to eat your your body, your health, your flesh, give me what? What I need. Give me what I need. <laughs> give me more Feed of it. me, like a, like a virus, you know. Mm. And then you must feed it every time. Every time. But let me, but truly speaking, to smoke, especially crystal with uh, with cat, it's, it's a good experience because you, <laughs> you forget about many things. <laughs> you can't be telling people. No, like, that's peer pressure. No, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, I, 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 I want to make it clear. Yeah. So that people they may understand that how these people feel. Oh yeah. Because yes, when you yes. have like problems and then you smoke that thing, at times when you smoke, you'll find people saying, "Yo, I I wish I can I I, I can live in this state." You understand? Mm. That's why they say we are hallucinating. Right? Yes. Is the right way. Yeah, hallucinating. I can stay in this state, like we're in a small heaven. I feel, I feel free. I don't feel any stress. You understand? When you have, you have smoked, you feel like you don't owe anyone anything. Just live your life the way you want. Mm. So, truly speaking, you've, there's a certain feeling about that thing. It takes you high into another place, into another realm of life where you forget your problems, where you forget your things, where you laugh, mm. where you feel like, ah... I'm floating now. No, I get it. I remember like, um, when was it? I think it was like four, four years ago. Mm. I, I tried out cocaine for the first time, you mm. know, mm. and y you feel, <laughs> you feel like yeah. you can yeah. do anything. Can like the, the world wind. is your oyster and <laughs> yeah. everything. But the problems come, the problems come after you crash, Yeah. you know, when the high, yeah, yeah it, it, it goes, goes it, when it goes down yeah. and then now what happens is that now you like on the constant need to chase this high mm. but it will never be the same as the first time you did it yeah so that, your, your, yeah. your life is like that's a reputation you work to fit this thing as i've said that mm. you have to fit this this uh, uh, virus or whatever is it it is this thing is an animal inside of you you can do whatever you understand that is why you find people like You'll be amazed that yo these guys, the new people is they are, they are tiny. You understand? Yeah. You don't have a body, but you can take something that is so heavy. You understand why? Because this animal now wants it, so it gives you a drive. So you are waiting for that thing. You are dead. You don't have no longer have dreams and whatever thing that is there outside there. You're no, you're no longer connected with the people. It it socially cuts you out of those people. When you see other people walking around, you see yourself like. You are, you, are, you are living in two different worlds. So socially, you cannot connect with those people. Mm. You understand? So you, 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 you live with those people, with, with certain people. I can say you are like zombies in the yeah. world. Because when people see you, they're like seeing zombies. You understand? So when, when every time you, you cannot maybe speak with, with people who are positive out there, it affects you. What you hear... Is, is, is in your cycle, it's crime, you understand, the highs and what, what. So that thing develops in your mind, develops, and then it becomes the state of your thinking, you see. Mm. So um, what I can say is that drugs, are, they need a serious attention, especially in our country, you understand. Going to Jobek, I met my friend there mm. in uh, MTN, Texirek. The guy was there, I was like, hey, Sabza. Are you here, my bra? I was like, now nah, I'm living here. This is me. This is my life, man. Just leave me alone, man. 
fine. And was to, he, he used to be a he, normal functioning boy before yeah, that he, he was sta- fine. He started smoking like cat, mm. you understand? Because you start small with these things. You start small and grow in it. Started started smoking cat, now he's smoking whom I understand. He's smoking tar. And then that thing is, is different from crystal. When you have smoked it, you, you, you get tired, you feel sleepy. Mm. But in that sleep, that's why they, when they walk, you, you see them, they are, they are sleeping, but they are walking. Yeah. Because there's a drive inside them that you have to get more of this. You understand? Mm. So it damages you. You find yourself not belonging. You don't, you no longer want, if, even if you can take someone who's smoking drugs and put him in a, in a, in a nice place, bath him, give him everything, and then give him money, you'll see the problem is there. Give him a room with a bed, with everything, games and playstations and whatever. He won't enjoy those things. He will always seek drugs because drugs, he finds a peace in, the, in that. Or he's stuck in that thing. Mm. Like he has no choice anymore. But mm. like, what I'd like to, you know, know about as well is, okay, fine. Yeah, when's I'm at drugs, you know? And then, when Zagalani, like psychologically, what does it affect? I hear the Oguti, you don't connect socially and everything. Because yeah. as people in life, we always have problems, yeah. you know. So now you are in the state where you have like your basic needs. I must call, I, I can call them that, that mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's okay, I need to get money, I need to get the drugs and repeat cycle. Yes. So like, do you forget about yourself completely and the things that you're currently experiencing or does the like you remembering that hey there's life out there do you like turn into drugs more what happens like in terms of that like i don't know actually that thing is committing suicide yeah you're killing yourself you no longer live mm. you live for that thing as i've said that you no longer have dreams and all so mm. the only thing that you think about is getting this thing wake up in the morning i want to get this thing Everything that you do, we are working for this. No longer working for anything. You don't want. You don't think about going to school and doing what. Unless someone comes speaks to you, uh, we tend to to speak with those people and say, yeah, I want to change." But not meaning it. You understand? Not meaning it per se. Unless you you, you feel now that this thing now is killing me. You understand? So since many people they don't have any choice, they they rather get stuck there and then just leave for But it's suicide. Mm. You understand? You are dead already. Even so you can ex- you cannot expect a dead person to think normally. You understand? And uh, mind you, drugs they do affect your your mental state. You understand? Because w- when you leave Gakulu in a state of you see things, you understand? Mm. Sometimes when you smoke you see things. You hear voices. You understand? So that thing affects you. That is why you'll find someone Akulumaya one speaking alone. You understand? He's communicating with some things. Like, there are things out there you're communicating with them. So your mind does not take... You understand? Yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah, you don't think properly. It's killing your brain, Yeah, basically. so you get on and off. Sometimes you come back. That's why you'll find that people will, will be like, Hey, this boy is clever, mm. But two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Ah, but you're stupid. How oh, did you do that? No. Because now yeah. it goes... <laughs> you see... So, so the problem isn't, um, okay, with drugs, yeah, mm. we see it. I, I feel like drug awareness, it's everywhere, yeah. you know, it's everywhere. Would you say, like, as someone who has been there, who's mm. been exposed to the different programs and everything, yeah. what would you say the problem is with, like, fighting the whole drug thing in our country specifically? Is it the way? Is it the approach they're taking? Or what is it? Like, what's missing? Like, I don't know. Like, for you, maybe you, you, you figured or you saw some things that, okay, maybe this is why it's not working. You know, like rehab, for instance. You know, there's a reason why our public rehab centers are not working because they Nakona, people go there and they find, Wuti, these drugs are there, <laughs> you know. So, I, I don't know. In terms of awareness, because, okay, with other issues like, um, awareness when it comes to like other issues like rape and mental health, you know, they're only picking up now. But as far as I can remember, you know, when I was 
young even like drug awareness has always been there you know from when you you're in primary school you are, you people come there and they tell you drugs are bad you know you get shocked it's either you get shocked and you're like ah i'm gonna stay away or you get curious <laughs> you're like yeah. okay <laughs> let's see this thing is it really that bad mm-hmm. so i don't know is there like an approach that can be taken that is different maybe to stop or yeah i'm clearly touched on that you know that's my biggest problem. Uh, I really wanted to engage myself with a, a programs that are helping people. Mm. You understand? But what I find is that uh, these uh, organizations, they tend to, they are there with their um, visions and what what yeah. and missions. But only the, the only thing that you find that is that these people they just seek funding. You understand? Because people mm. go there, they show people on television, like there's a guy on Kulim by name. You understand? He went there in rehab before us. Yeah. You understand? He was on television. We were like, hey, even us, we were, we were like, Inspired, no, like, we, we are yeah. going there. We want this thing. He was speaking there. They showed him first step, second step, what we are going to the counseling and everything. And then after two, two months down the line, uh, months down the line or two months, he was back on the streets. No one is following up. Now they are finding those people. They have money. And they've they gotten the care. exposure. Yeah, about him. Mm. You understand? And then, like a person like me, now I don't want to engage with the, with this because I had to take a decision and I know that my, re- my, my rehabilitation came because of what I, I, I sat down and then I thought deeply about this. Mm. You understand? As a chain-smoking drunk person, I sat down and then I realized that, no, man, I have a home. Let me, let me go back home. Maybe I can get assistance. And then from there, from home, we found that there are programs of, of I won't say the names, you understand? Mm. They are rehab centers of, of the public. We'll, they will take you there. When you go there, let me tell you what, what, what do we do. We are there. There's no, no one is taking care of us unless there are inspectors who are coming. Mm. Unless there are cameras that are coming, yeah. they will say, yeah, stand here, they will give us those clothes and what, what. But when they are not there, they will just stay there. They, they, Hi, so you guys no. were just doing drugs? So, doing... so since you don't have access to drugs, yeah. you, 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 you smoke those, you, you know, those cleaning detergents, like, yeah. you take a cheek, <laughs> you mix cheek, take yeah. a t-shirt or something, cheek and what, what. And then inhale that thing. Just at anything least. to give you a bit of a buzz. Yeah, yeah. at least you yeah. get a buzz. And then you see, okay, I have... You tell them that I have flu, I have what? You want those this spray? You, know, you understand? We mix, we mix, we mix. Oh. You understand? Then when they give you that, you don't you don't swallow it. You don't put it under your tongue. You understand? You, you, and, make, and, you make plans. You make plans. Because since they are they allowed cigarette, they don't know that we, we can do... Something we can take those like, things take the out, tobacco mix, out, and yeah, mix it with it and take it back, and then stay there like you're smoking cigarette. Mm. So there are many ways. So those people they are not taking care of us. They are not t- helping, especially the public ones. The private ones they try then there yes, but let me tell you the truth. Rehab won't help you until you make up your mind. To you they decide. Understand? You decide the decision. The thing is here in the mind. Is not anyway. So when your mind now is trapped in this thing, you cannot. Mm. You no longer think. Godly. especially people who are smoking up. If if you can see a down of that person, when he's um, uh, seeking after your is a down. Yeah, the craving. When you are craving after your open, eh? mm. those people when they have down, in their stomach you can see it's 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 coming like this. They say their intestines are. Are rolling, they twisting. Yeah, they are twisting yeah, together. Twisting you understand? And then that particular person, others they form. You understand? Yeah. It's like death. So if if you don't give him nyope, if you don't die. give, he's going to die. You understand? So that's their problem. So and then psychologically, we don't have much more people who are like those social workers. They come and go. They don't do their work. You understand? Mm. We don't have and then and then professional psychologists. Are very expensive. The last time I heard when they speak in, in the office, they're saying we have to pay a psychologist this month. But there we are paying like around forty thousand to be it's a very player. expensive. Forty thousand. Yeah. You understand? It depends for 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 a period of six months, one year. You understand? Mm. We we pay such a month. 
It's expensive, which is unfortunate because um, the majority mm. that we see as affected by drugs mm. and um, all these things that require for someone to seek uh, psychological help, mm. they're affecting um, communities, you know, black people that yes. don't come from families that have that amount of money just yeah. lying around. You see? Or maybe who have medical aids and all of that. Because... Mm. Um, the reality of our country is also something because mm. the our backgrounds are oh different, you know. Yeah. I think you were lucky because, as you're saying, you decided and then you're yeah. like, hey, I've got a family, yeah. you know. So not everyone is in that position where they can be like, hey, I've got a family, yeah. you know, yeah. to go back to and everything. Yeah, so that's, that's another thing. Like, I, I feel personally, um, I was also fortunate in things that I've gone through in my life that... I have a mother and a father, mm. you know. Mm. They've always been there and they've never given up on mm. me, you know. With the mm. things that I've experienced in life, it was like, you know, okay, what is going on? Even if they wouldn't know how to handle mm. the situation, but at the end of the day, at the back of my mind, I always knew that I've got a family to go back to, mm. you know. And as soon as I decide that I'm turning my life around, I'm focusing on healing myself i knew that they would always be there and they were just waiting for me to do that to ask for help mm. and be like i need you guys to hold my hand to support me because now i'm doing something else and for i i find it to be unfortunate because you you come across um a lot, i mean like even here on the street you know we see these people these uh people that are doing drugs and everything mm. And not everyone comes from a background that allows them to actually go back should they want to. And also the process of moving forward now to finding the help is difficult because you know, where they're going to start. And, yeah. and that is, ooh, it's a big problem in our society because the things that we are experiencing, uh, particularly... I feel like just linking the previous um, talk we had, like um, on the open chat, like mental health related things, yeah. and now drugs, you know, mm -hmm. is that um, I, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong, but I feel personally that they're affecting a certain demographic mm -hmm. in our country. Yeah. And that's a, that, that demographic is either, now they can't even say that, hey, um, I need help because when I say this, where is this help going to come from? Because this help comes in, it costs. It's costly. It's costly. You know? And and that's something we don't talk about, I feel. Because it's like, ah, like, and you're just thinking, Usizo comes in many aspects, you know? It comes with um, support, number one, emotionally and psychological support and just like financial support and Unfortunately, as Zalwa Mzinefanayo song. And then since our, our communities are, are very broken, that's the only thing that you can deal with. You mm. can do is taking drugs because at a very young age, you know, we, we, are ex we, we, are, we are exposed to such things, you understand? Because that's the only thing that you can do in our communities because they are we lack facilities. You understand? Mm. They, like, I was playing football, so you understand? Yeah. But there was no... There was no way. Good players. When I'm, when I'm watching it, PSL and what? This is why South Africa is losing like this. <laughs> Much more players yeah. are there. On the streets. Yeah. They are there in Windsor. There's a place that is called Windsor West. Many people, they don't, they don't know it. Like, Cresta is that, that side. Mm. Beautiful. Behind it, there are slums. There are abundant buildings. The government was supposed to take those buildings, like in Hillbrook, take those buildings, a jeep, take those buildings and do a clean them. After cleaning them, create jobs for people, train people, and then put a do rehabilitation centers there. Take those boys from the streets and then put them there, train them, and then let them stay there until they are rehabilitated. Mm. You understand? So they leave those buildings. Those buildings now are slums, are places where trucks are being sold. You understand? People are being human trafficking is taking place. Everything is is taking place that is bad there. You understand? So I feel like the government too does not assist 
uh, does not assist in this regard. They just speak in parliament, I understand. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to implementing, they in don't. In reality. In reality. They because don't do anything. we see these buildings. Those buildings, they are the buildings that we go in and buy. They are the buildings that kill us. They are the buildings that call, that we stay in, I understand. Mm. When, you, when you go away from home, you don't have anywhere to stay. You, you go there. And going there, mind you, you don't just go there and stay. No, you have to join. You There's have to always become a, 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 syndi- yeah. a, a syndicate. People, they think like going to stay to Johannesburg. Those are territories, are marked territories. Mm. You understand? It's like there's an owner, there's a donor there. You understand? Milakshailum Ted. You understand? Yeah. Well, well, now you must. You, you work according compare. to their rules. Yeah, to you their do rules. Everything. You understand? And then there are even gangs even out there. Even mm. not in prison, like gangs, like. I don't know how to say numbers and what. But there <laughs> yeah. are gangs out there where they rule you, they tell you, you know, how do we work here, the system. So you become a worker, they, they are recruiting young young, young boys. And it's easy, it's easy because mm. of, I mean, the way the economy is set up. People don't have money, you know. People, People don't have jobs. Desperate. Yes, it's yeah. desperation, so like, you go there. Like we, we had another boy, like his, parent, his parents died, you understand? Mm. And then when they died, he was supposed to look after he, he, uh, the sisters and what what. What Ramagubu, they started now going out there because they are now grown, having the, they are doing their own thing with their phone, you understand? <laughs> yeah. They kind of like, ah, fuck, I'm leaving this thing. He went now in the streets, you understand? To find something. Only that was connected to what? To drugs. Today, that guy, that, that boy was killed, you understand? Mm. Was killed there on the streets cold blooded. I got to join and was killed. You understand? Because of what disparate measures. Agana good. It's nothing to do. So it affects. And then many people now drugs is also because I went through rehabilitation. They damage your brain, the brain cells. You mm. understand? You get damaged. So they have programs that they that they help you that maximizing your psychological potential, maximize Doing oh, things. okay. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. There are such programs that, that are there that help you psychologically, but they are expensive. You understand? Because <laughs> we don't have proper psychologists. Many people they don't go through psychologists. They go through um, social workers. Yeah, yeah. counselings, counsellors. Mm. You understand? Counsellors they just help you. Then they limit Yeah, motivation and that motivation. Uh, motivation doesn't do much if mm. you are not self motivated. True. So. Whatever external motivation that you're gonna get, yeah, uh, it's not gonna do much. Is is be pele you know, because um, it's a thing. You you need to you know yourself. Yeah. And speaking about motivation, I just wanted to, because for me personally, I know what my turning point in life was. And as mm. you said earlier on, you mentioned the whole thing of deciding. Mm. You know, mm. I decided that I knew what my potential was. Mm. You know, I decided that I knew the kind of future that I wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. And this is like coming from, because um, previously in my life I've attempted suicide. You know, I've had to go through things that mm-hmm. have brought me to this point in my life. And I don't know, like I, I will say this, I don't know. Sometimes I am like, how am I still alive? You know, so I, I got two years ago, I got, to, I, I got to a point relocated, you know, because what I thought was okay, you know, I had a job and everything, had my own place, but the whole thing, I drink every day, you know, knock off time, I drink every day, you know, it was literally every day when you call me, like my friends would tell you, you know, call no like I'm somewhere drinking, you call me at any time, you will find me, well, if it's not working hours, obviously, and, um, most people were like, ah, why are you leaving, you know? Mm. Even for a moment, my parents didn't understand my decision to resign from my job and say that I want to go back to school full-time. Mm. Because for me, that was my breaking point. I realized that, okay, I am 25. Yeah, I was 25. And I was like, I'm 25. There was a time in my life where I had plans, where I had thought that where I'd be when I'm 25. I'm 25 now. And I've literally just wasted my life running away from dealing with things and just being in this constant cycle, you know. And that was for me. So 
when I was 25, I was like, okay, fine. I'm leaving, you know. I had two places to go. <laughs> I applied to two places. Mm. I was like, whichever place responds yeah. first, I'm that's going. where I'm going. Yeah. And then I found myself in Pretoria, you mm. know. Get to Pretoria. I don't have family here. Mm. I'm like alone. Mm. So I have to like literally build from scratch. So I gave myself a restart in life. I was like, okay, I've got this button. <laughs> I'm going to press it <laughs> once. I'm going to start from scratch, scratch. you know. Yeah. But then it's never that easy. Yeah, it was easy. not easy because yeah. when I came here, I realized, I was like, yo, what have I done? <laughs> I know that the, yes, that it was that, that was thing. Was like, yo, what have I done? Am I going to be able to see this through? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is now spending from 2016. Yeah. And I was like, yo, 2018 is so far. Because <laughs> um, fortunately, I had started... Um, I was studying through UNISA and mm. then so it was just a means of transferring to be a student full time. So I got my credits and um so I started um my credits only got me so far a second year. Okay. So I was in second year and I was like, Okay, I've got two years to get to final year. But how am I gonna do this? Mind you, when I come here, I don't have a place to stay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I didn't have a place to stay. All I knew was that I need to register. And I'll see everything yeah. yeah, as I carry on. And then mm. somehow the universe aligned things for me. It was not easy though. No. It wasn't easy. And there were moments where I found myself relapsing. I found myself relapsing where I'd be like, oh, I need a drink again. You know, I need to like, my life is so shit. Let me get drunk to just forget. And I would, mm. you know, Ish. I would. I'd do that. Find myself... And then up until I was like, nah, I can't do this, you know. But then, I, okay, I, I, I cut down. But then what I didn't do when I cut down the, the times that I drank in a week, mm-hmm. what I didn't do is I didn't cut down the amount that I would drink. Okay. So now it was a matter of when I go out, whether it's like now going out just on a weekend, mm-hmm. I would drink excessively. It's like binging for all the days that I haven't been drinking and my problems have been piling up. (laughs) Yes. You know, it's like, that was the thing, you know, Mm -hmm. up until last year, last year, I, 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 okay. Yeah. And then I got diagnosed with like, um, depression, anxiety and PTSD in 2016. This is like now the year that I'm here. (laughs) And then now. All these things are coming, you know, I got put on medication. And now the issue with that medication is, Wuti, I can't drink this medication and have a drink. Yeah. I can't. It, those two didn't work. So me, I told myself, I think it was three months later of being on that medication. I was like, nah, this is not working for me. I need a drink. Mm. And then I stopped the meds on my own okay. so that I could go back to what to I know. It, yeah. So that's, medication is not working for me. Yeah. The only thing it's doing is it's making me feel weird, you know, like making me feel tired and sleepy. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I was like, I know, let me. And then towards the end of last year, I got tired of my own shit. Mm. And I think that's the one thing that we don't you know, we'll motivate people like, yeah, no, just think positively and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I was like, the changing, the turning point in your life is when you get tired of some of your bullshit. Yeah. I got tired of Can't my own tell. bullshit, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, I really got tired of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. nah, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm not where I'm supposed to be with my life. Yeah. And okay personally i think i I think i'm an okay girl you know maybe above average or maybe you're just okay Mm. depending on how you look at it you know um i have my own things that i want to do you know i feel like i'm a i'm gifted in terms of being a poet i can write i can do those things but i stopped doing things that were good and conducive to me growing as a person Mm. Because my own focus, my life was just like revolving around problems and alcohol. Yeah. That was the thing, you know. 
And so it goes back to that, Ohuti, I feel personally. To heal, you decide. Ohuti, okay, fine. I'm deciding to take the next step, mm -hmm. you know. Because you can get through things. I mean, me for, for me, moving to a different province, for me, was the start. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it didn't mean, Ohuti, the journey was complete. Even yes. now. Mm. I'm still on that on, path on to yes, yeah. yes. It's still like a, a daily thing, mm. you know. So yes, I, I don't know. Maybe you have something to add to that. But personally, I feel like for us to curb certain things, mm. um, and I mean this is tying up to the last um episodes that I've even had or that we've had here on the open chat, you know, the whole rape thing. I feel, and I think I express this, it's not up to other people to tell, pe to tell people to stop raping. Mm. It's up to that person to decide and say that what I'm doing is wrong. Mm. I shouldn't be doing this, you know. With mental health issues, you know. As much as we have mental health-related issues, whether it's depression, whether it's bipolar, whatever it is, but if you don't have self-awareness, if you're not aware of the fact that you have this and also the way that you're dealing with things is destructive mm. because we only know a certain way to deal with things and it's always destructive, yes. you know? We don't, we don't start with the positive ways yeah. of handling things. We mm. just go into, I don't know if it's a panic mode or maybe it's just like an emergency exit in your brain that you just press <laughs> and you're just like, ha, uh, <laughs> we're going this way. Yeah, yeah. But yes, it, 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 it takes a lot. And it's not an easy thing to get to with the whole deciding. Mm. Because that's when you have to accept that, hey, I've been a shitty human being. Mm. <laughs> I've put myself through terrible things. Yeah, you know, and mm. accepting that the path that I'm on is not the right one. Mm. Because also when you're on that path, where, whether you're taking drugs, drinking alcohol... Watching porn like some people doing, yeah. you know. Yeah, as long as something is in habit, mm. and it's, it's difficult to break in habit. There's a saying, "What thing is solo? In fact, no one keep a thirteen. What if thirteen you will keep in fact? Yeah, which means you can take a, a, a what is it in fact? What monk? A baboon, a baboon monkey, yeah, take from, it out from yeah. the bush. But you cannot take the push out of the yeah. You understand? It's so a direct maybe, translation. Yeah, so, so yeah, directly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so dealing with habits is, is very difficult. You have to tell yourself. You have to get that drive too. You understand? You have to push on. Like, and, and then when you push, you'll find help. Is what I've seen. That when you start to decide, there will be proper... Because you are channeling yourself. You know, channeling right? the energy. Are, yeah, so the right pe people will come. And another thing that is there is that we don't acknowledge, as you're as you saying. You have to acknowledge. If you have a problem mm. and then you, know, you, you don't acknowledge it, who will help you? There's no one. So you have to acknowledge that I have a problem. You understand? Mm. But look at these people. They are crying out there. They are, they are asking for... If, if you give Enyaope a 50 cent... What do you say to him? You are not helping him. You are killing him. You are adding Enabling. more. People, they are saying, oh, you are doing charity. You are giving these people they are poor. No, no, no. You know that, that particular person is not going to buy food by buying drugs. Mm. There's something that I want to touch on that uh, has happened lately. Really, I was out of... I know it will be touchy to other people, but I will try to be polite. It's the open chat. It's the open, open. chat. <laughs> There's something that is happening now. I'm not against it. You understand? Um, I'm living around people who smoke, who do everything, like, mm. ah, even here I see them, ah, yeah. this law that has been passed now, the, 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 the legalizing weed, weed, yeah. legalizing weed, many people celebrated, especially those who smoke, who smoke weed, yeah. I was going to celebrate too, <laughs> but let me tell you something, we use for you to smoke in your open, a tie, mm. you understand? When you smoke Taiwan, you have to use weed. You as understand? the basis of as, everything. Yeah, you mix. Yeah. So, if if I'm in my private space, I buy weed and then mix it with your open and smoke it, mm. then I, 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 I'll just say drugs are being legalized. 
especially job is being legalized by legalizing hey, 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 hey. that one <laughs> i'm telling you because yeah. you you never see you never know you cannot say open inside what is inside there mm. while i'm smoking and then the smell that takes over it's what the weed the weed itself you understand mm. unless you're smoking tiki those ones they need you to to use the funnels and what what you understand and then but this one I feel like it's being legalized. <laughs> like you, 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 you can, you, you can just do it. Cops will never say anything because this thing is in my private space. I'm, I'm in my yard smoking. So, mm. I think Nope is being legalized by legalizing weed. But I, I'd like to ask you. Um, I think this is the final question that okay, I'll yeah. have, just to because we've spoken about like how everything started. I feel like maybe for the both of us touched on that, and mm. also like experiences, what you saw and what you went through in terms of like um, what the drugs did and rehab and everything mm. like that, and just got our own general opinions on. Mm. Um, the whole sus- substance abuse thing. Mm. What I'd like to find out is now you here. <laughs> now you like you know good looking gent. <laughs> mm. You know you find everything. Um, you haven't been using. You know. Um, well, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak. <laughs> yes, let's hope. You never do. <laughs> um, yes, like now you you've reached the whole turning point mm. in your life. Mm. Well, it's not complete. It's never complete. We are never. Yeah, we're fi- yeah, we never fi- uh, finished products. Um, what I'd like to know is now home. Mm. Going back, now you this new person. How's that been like? Yeah, like the reintegration process is quite odd because now they are used to you as like a criminal. Yeah, true. Understand? Yeah, yeah true, But they are hiding <laughs> their things. So when you come, hide your things, you know, your stuffs. You understand? Take your highlights. Understand? Because you will take this and that. They no longer trust. You know that thing. Trust develops. Yes. But what I like about my family is like. They didn't like ask me so many things. They 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 made it like something like that was there. Like when you yeah. speak about it, we speak about it now. Like hey hey, how was it when you were living there? Uh, we so missed they, you. So those it didn't things, make you feel yeah, like now you especially have to. Especially where I'm from, actually my my parents like I can say my my, my dad is a pastor. Mm. You understand? <laughs> so. Um, being from that background, I knew very with the, the people Abanjani. So yeah, so they welcomed me. They used their gifts or whatever or the process of salvation. That no, when someone is is down, don't judge him but bring him back. Yeah. And I believe that if 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 in society many parents can do that, don't judge your children because if you call your child a dog you understand many people they are we are called by names mm. called dogs you are called you are called what and dogs in the society you know what they do you know locations they go around, they go around dustbins. they yeah, mm. dustbins and you understand so it's what is happening so when you go in breaking in your house you think like and then you're saying are these people you have created a dog mm. that will break in so the community itself it becomes difficult people you know trust you Longer. But when you change, they think otherwise. People, I don't know how are they. They feel they are like us. I, I, I don't know about us black people, especially in our community. Because when you change, they are like, yeah, we went where we understand. They speak so many things. See, went there, man, see, negative things. You know all those oh, things. What, yeah. what, what, what they, hey, they just hey, don't want to see it as you taking a decision yeah, to change your to life change, for you the understand. better. Yeah. And then what I did because I saw because everything you have to replace because I I was used to in in drugs and activities. So what I I thought I thought as much as I let me commit myself because the church has helped me too, you understand? Mm. Let me commit myself in, in, in this process, giving myself and then I, I found like the spiritual healing too, you understand? Yeah. And then from the external coming here, at least the guy that I'm staying with understood understood we were saying Shamakat. I was I was not doing these things. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was like no Understand? I was wearing like just a revamp welcome, image. Yeah. Like I, I was wearing that black thing there it's every good. time. <laughs> I was like, no, put this aside. 
Well, they call it Esport Divas Visa and Buckethead nowadays, yeah. I, I was a suspect. Like, I came here mm. in, in the test area. Like, I was coming out. The securities came. Hey, hey, what? Like, two times here in this building. And I, and I felt like, these people, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, I nearly fought with them. As my roommate. <laughs> I was like, no, guys. What is wrong? The other time, uh, we were in the lecture room. Mm. In the criminology class. Understand? Yeah. Like, the girl is putting his iPhone here. And then I'm sitting there, I'm, I was late. When I come in, I was like, everything. She was like, I was like no, you understand? I, I don't know, people, they, 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 tend, they don't know that I'm working class, but they judge you by, they, by, by the, the way image. you look, yes, so, and, and, you, and how manners you and how you, you conduct like, yourself. You feel like, okay, these people are like this, they don't like us, and then you develop that thing, develop anger. From anger, you develop what? Then you, you don't care anymore. Mm. You can go back to drugs like that. So if we as people, we can learn to understand other people, speak with them, and mm. then sit down, understand what is the problem. I'm telling you, many people can be helped. You understand? These people, and when you smoke drugs, you are highly sensitive. You can feel whether a person wants to take advantage of you. You are highly sensitive. I'm, I, I can like, you are in a, another realm. Mm. You're not in a normal realm. You can sense things. You can sense even danger. Yeah. You understand? You sense that danger is coming. You sense things. So your senses are heightened. Yeah, you, you, you are high in everything. You understand? Mm. So you know that uh, this particular person, they don't care. These people, they don't love me. You can see when they pretend and do all those things. So that thing is killing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think from my side, I've said and I've asked <laughs> what I felt was necessary to have this conversation yeah. and uh, thank you for allowing me to pry into your life yeah. <laughs> and to ask the questions that i've asked and yes uh thank you guys for listening and don't forget to comment you know share your opinions and uh, yes let's engage let's have a conversation about all these um issues that we're facing in society particularly the ones that um, seem to be damaging, you know, our youth. And yes, I know some people have asked, when are we having, like, lighter topics, you know, because we focus on, like, intense things, like yeah. rape, mental health, now it's but. substance abuse. <laughs> um, don't worry, the, the fun topics are still going to come. Yeah. For now, let's just get the, you know, the serious things, the things that we're not comfortable talking about mm. out of the way, you know, to build... Um, a relationship, you know, to have like the platform, mm -hmm. and yes. So on Twitter, it's at the Open Chat, and Facebook, um, just search the Open Chat. So yes, thank you for joining us, and hope to see you again. Well, to have you guys listen again next time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much.